This episode contains depictions of illness and death that some may find disturbing. Caution is advised for listeners under 13. October 2018. Awilda Montez and her boyfriend flopped onto their bed at the luxury Bahia Principe Bougainville Resort in the Dominican Republic. The couple were thrilled to be in the Caribbean, far away from the stress and cold weather of Brooklyn. As they unpacked, they chatted about how they would spend their vacation. Perhaps they would go hiking up the island's beautiful mountains or relax at the resort spa. And waiting just outside their window were miles of pristine white sand beaches. Awilda went to the room's mini bar and grabbed a 7-Up. When she cracked open the bottle, she noticed that no bubbles floated to the surface. But she shrugged it off and took a hearty swig. A burning pain shot through Awilda's mouth and throat. She rushed to the bathroom and spat the soda into the sink, coughing violently. Her head growing foggy, she fell to her knees. Spasms shuddered through her body as blood poured out of her mouth. Awilda's boyfriend rushed to the phone and called reception. They needed an ambulance now. In seconds, a dream vacation had turned into a terrifying nightmare. Welcome to Unexplained Mysteries, a Spotify original from Parcast. I'm your host, Molly. And I'm your host, Richard. In life, there's so much we don't know. But in this show, we don't take we don't know for an answer. Every Tuesday and Thursday, we investigate the greatest mysteries of history and life on Earth. You can find episodes of Unexplained Mysteries and all other Spotify originals from Parcast for free on Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. This is a special one-part episode on the mysterious tourist deaths in the Dominican Republic. In 2018 and 2019, at least 12 Americans died suddenly at various resorts on the island. After three people died in the same week, some started to wonder if they were connected. Today, we'll learn the most popular theories before getting to the bottom of what was actually causing trouble in paradise. We have all that and more coming up. Stay with us. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. Forget dark alleys and cemeteries. For some, the gym is the scariest place of all. But it doesn't have to be. With a personalized plan and expert coaching, Anytime Fitness can help make the gym less frightening. Get more for your gym membership than machines. Get personalized support anytime, anywhere. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. See website for details. There's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with a personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Hi, I'm Blair. Want to hear something scary? Join me as I read the creepiest urban legends, folk tales, and ghost stories that I learn on my travels around the world and that we receive from listeners like you. But only if you think you can handle it. Listen on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Until next time, 
sweet screams. The Dominican Republic is a jewel floating in the Caribbean. Visitors to the island come looking for paradise in its verdant rainforests and white sand beaches. More often than not, they find it, and then they tell their friends. Tourism is a massive industry in the Dominican Republic. In fact, around 20% of the nation's gross domestic product comes from foreign visitors. Though the population numbers just 10 million people, Dominicans welcome more than 6 million vacationers every year. Almost half of them come from the United States. But in 2018, a disturbing trend began among the tourists, one that would go unnoticed for almost a year. Someone or something was killing them. In June that year, a 51-year-old Pennsylvania resident named Yvette Monique Sport went on her first vacation in years. Yvette was excited to finally relax at the luxurious Bahia Principe Resort in Punta Cana. Little did she know, it would be her final holiday. One evening, Yvette and her fiancé had a drink from their room's minibar before going to bed. In the middle of the night, her partner heard a gurgling sound. Thinking nothing of it, he turned over and went back to sleep. But when he woke, Yvette was dead. Yvette was just the first in a string of tragedies. The following month, a 45-year-old man named David Harrison traveled to the Dominican Republic with his wife, Dawn. They stayed at a different resort, but like Yvette, David seemingly had a target on his back. One day, he returned from snorkeling, saying he felt unwell. After he and Dawn fell asleep, the unthinkable happened. David woke in a cold sweat, unable to move. His wife tried to get help, but it was too late. David had suffered a heart attack, which caused his lungs to fill with fluids, a condition known as pulmonary edema. He didn't survive. As 2018 ended, it seemed like Yvette and David were two random fatalities. But in early 2019, four more people died. 78-year-old Jerry Curran in January, 31-year-old Tracy Jerome Jester Jr. in March, and 65-year-old John Corcoran and 67-year-old Robert Wallace in April. Each of these tragedies were reported to the authorities, but no one made any connection between them. Until 41-year-old Miranda Shop Werner. On May 25, 2019, Miranda arrived at the Bahia Principe Bougainville Resort with her husband Dan. The getaway was to celebrate their ninth wedding anniversary. They hadn't been in their room long when Miranda took a drink from the minibar. But after her first sip, she suddenly convulsed. She cried out for her husband and fell backwards onto the bed, where she writhed in agony before passing out. Dan swiftly called the paramedics. Dan himself was a doctor, so he searched for Miranda's pulse. He could barely feel it. He administered CPR until the EMTs arrived, but neither he nor the medics could revive her. Miranda was declared dead on the scene, the victim of a heart attack. Though Miranda did have a history of cardiac issues, her relatives back in Pennsylvania had doubts as to whether they had killed her. And their suspicion grew when they learned she had taken a drink from the minibar right before collapsing. They took it as evidence that something else was afoot. 
And just five days later, it seemed they were proven right. On May 30th, at the Bahia Principe La Romana, hotel staff entered a room to clean. They found two guests lying on the floor, unresponsive. The housekeepers rushed to get help, but it was too late. The couple was already long dead. The resort identified the bodies as 63-year-old Edward Holmes and 49-year-old Cynthia Day of Maryland. The pair had been scheduled to check out earlier that day. An autopsy revealed they had eerily died from the same cause as David Harrison, pulmonary edema. All three were cardiac-related deaths in which fluid filled their lungs. But in Edward and Cynthia's case, no one called for help. If their hearts gave out at different times, one of them should have been able to dial reception. But there was no call, indicating the two people suffered identical heart attacks at the exact same moment. With three dead guests in under a week, the Bahia Principe chain realized they needed to get ahead of the press. The hotel company released a statement stressing that they were doing everything they could to help the families of the deceased, and they would cooperate with local authorities to determine if there was any link between their deaths. But it was too late to contain the story. It had already reached America. Though the Dominican Republic's investigation was still ongoing, the tourist deaths headlined U.S. news networks like CBS, CNN, and Fox. Meanwhile, Americans were canceling travel plans, and on June 6th, the U.S. ambassador to the Dominican Republic, Robin S. Bernstein, made an official statement trying to reassure the public. She acknowledged that authorities were still performing toxicology analyses on Holmes and Day, but so far, there was no connection between Miranda's death and the other couple. But the American public still believed something sinister was going on in paradise. People contacted news stations with their own terrifying stories from the same resorts, including Awilda Montez. Montez had been a guest at the Bahia Principe Bougainville back in October 2018. It was the same hotel where Miranda met her end one year later. Soon after taking a drink from the minibar, Awilda experienced searing pain and vomited blood. Medics reported she had suffered chemical burns to her tongue, plus indigestion, but that she would be fine. She was lucky she hadn't had more than a sip. As it turned out, the 7-Up was not a soda at all. The bottle was full of bleach. Naturally, Bahia Principe apologized, claiming it was a terrible mistake. They offered Awilda and her boyfriend their choice of a complimentary couple's massage, an upscale dinner reservation, or a few free days at the resort, provided she waived her right to sue. Awilda refused, but she eventually decided against legal action. She was furious, but she didn't think it was worth it to bring the hotel chain to court. And for a while, she believed it was all an accident. Awilda theorized that a cleaning person put bleach in the 7-Up bottle to make their work easier. Maybe the commercial bleach containers were heavy and they didn't want to lug them around. Or perhaps they were trying to save money by sneaking bleach home, but they accidentally forgot it in the minibar. Eight months after the accident, in June 2019, Awilda still could not feel any sensation on her tongue. Still, she maintained it was an accident. That is, 
until news outlets first reported the three deaths at Bahia Principe Hotels. What if the bleach hadn't been a mistake? Now that people were dying, Awilda had to report her story. So she called up the New York Post and gave an interview. Awilda wasn't the only person re-examining their own experience once word got out about the dead tourists. People called into news stations, presenting one chilling story after another. And with all these reports flooding in, American authorities took notice. On June 12th, 17 days after Miranda Shop Werner's fatal vacation, the FBI joined the Dominican Republic's investigation. The Bureau needed to discover if there was a link between the three deaths and whether they were connected to other accidents happening in the Dominican Republic. More recent tragedies were coming to light. In June and July 2019, three more vacationing Americans died of unknown illnesses in the Dominican Republic. These were 56-year-old Vittorio Caruso, 53-year-old Leela Cox, and 46-year-old Khalid Adkins. By July 2019, there were at least 12 dead American tourists. Many of them died immediately after having a drink from their hotel room minibar. And in most cases, they died from heart or respiratory issues. Still, the FBI needed to investigate all possibilities. Perhaps some had died accidentally from methanol poisoning, a relatively common type of alcohol contamination. This would explain the minibar connection. But given the frequency of these fatalities, they had to wonder if there was more to the poison cup than alcohol, and if someone or some entity was behind it all. Coming up, authorities determine whether the Americans died of unnatural causes. Hi, it's Vanessa from Parcast Network, and I'm thrilled to tell you that this month marks a huge milestone for us. It's the four-year anniversary of a podcast I host called Serial Killers. If you haven't had a chance to dive into the stories and psychology behind the most nightmarish murderers of all time, why wait? There's no better time than right now to start listening. Each week, we enter the minds, the methods, and the madness of the world's most sadistic serial killers. From the son of Sam, David Berkowitz, and the co-ed killer, Edmund Kemper, to Eileen Warnos, Ed Gein, and coming soon, the Night Stalker, Richard Ramirez. And this February, look out for our four-part special on couples who kill, following the worst love has to offer. Their names may sound ordinary, but their atrocities are anything but. You do not want to miss it. With hundreds of episodes available to binge and new ones released weekly, get to know the killers, crimes, and cases that forever changed the face of history. Follow the Spotify original from Parcast, Serial Killers. New episodes air every Monday and Thursday, free on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. And now, back to the story. From June 2018 to June 2019, at least 12 American tourists vacationing in the Dominican Republic died of sudden illnesses. Meanwhile, U.S. news outlets warned of the danger of traveling to the Dominican Republic. At the time, the U.S. State Department's travel advisory for the Dominican Republic was at a level two, or extra increased caution. But the reason they gave had to do with, quote, 
The wide availability of weapons, the use and trade of illicit drugs, and a weak criminal justice system. As far as anyone could tell, the tourist casualties had nothing to do with the threats listed by the State Department. And the travel advisory was already at level two before the tourist deaths ever happened. But by continually connecting the State Department's travel advisory to the deaths, media companies associated the two in American minds. No doubt officials from the Dominican Republic felt afraid this publicity might affect tourism to the island and its economy. Dominican representatives at the American embassy said they were working with the authorities to ensure the safety of tourists in their country. And U.S. Representative Adriano Espaillat planned a meeting with DR officials in July 2019. As the first Dominican-American member of Congress, Espaillat stated he still believed that the country was safe, but he wanted the bereaved families to have answers. Similarly, the Dominican Republic's Minister of Tourism, Francisco Javier Garcia, urged people to trust the ongoing investigation would find answers. But as time wore on, people found that harder to do. It didn't help that stories of sick tourists were still trickling in. One couple who had become ill during a vacation back in 2018 decided to sue the Bahia Principe La Romana. Their court filing revealed new information that could possibly shed light on the other tourist deaths. In June 2018, Kaylin Null and Tom Schwander from Colorado awoke in their room at the Bahia Principe La Romana, the same hotel where Edward Holmes and Cynthia Day died. Both were drenched in sweat and suffered from splitting headaches and indigestion. At first, Kaylin and Tom suspected they had food poisoning. Then they noticed a chemical smell coming from a vent in their room. The couple contacted the hotel staff to fix the issue, but struggled to communicate with them since neither Kaylin nor Tom spoke any Spanish. Eventually, they reached a manager who apologized and upgraded them to a luxury suite. But their symptoms kept getting worse. Eventually, they decided to cut their losses and leave, paying an extra $600 to fly home early. When they returned home, doctors couldn't identify their illness. But eventually, one came up with a possible diagnosis. The couple could have been poisoned by organophosphates, a type of toxic pesticide. Kaylin remembered seeing staff members spraying plants throughout the hotel. Perhaps the gardeners had inadvertently contaminated the resort's ventilation system with deadly toxins. When the couple heard about the May 2019 deaths at various Bahia Principe resorts, they decided to sue the hotel and make their allegations public. Once they entered the spotlight, they discovered that many other people had similar experiences. Allegedly, over a dozen tourists spoke to Kaylin and Tom about their cases. Many of them had also smelled a suspicious chemical in their hotel rooms. Perhaps they too had been poisoned by pesticides. Coupled with the bleach left in the 7-Up bottle, it seemed like the Bahia Principe chain had a pattern of negligence that frequently endangered their guests. Either that, or someone was targeting them. Awilda Montez had her own theory about this. She suspected she was intentionally poisoned as a victim of misplaced rage. Awilda theorized that a disgruntled employee had taken out their anger or resentment on the hotel guests. 
In her words, many people in the Dominican Republic live in poverty. Perhaps someone who worked at the hotel grew tired of watching others enjoy a vacation at their expense, so they decided to lash out. It's definitely possible, but it doesn't seem likely. For one, it plays into unproven assumptions and stereotypes about poverty. Besides which, many feel a more likely culprit was inside every room where an accident or death happened. Either it was hiding in the minibar, or it had to do with the chemicals used by hotel staff. Spurred by the media allegations, some hotels rushed to make sure their guests were kept safe. In late June 2019, vacationers at the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino at Punta Cana noticed changes. Tourists reported seeing staff members wearing face masks and plastic gloves. The hotel upped their cleaning procedures and removed all of the alcohol from the guest rooms. Perhaps these new methods helped prevent further casualties. Not purposeful slayings, but death by negligence. Spraying pesticides close to AC units or leaving mislabeled bottles of bleach in a guest's room are perfect examples of this. And if there really was a rash of customers at Bahia Principe who experienced symptoms of pesticide poisoning, then that hints of possible poor management going on at that specific chain. But just like the possibility of murder, we lack the hard evidence to tie the deaths back to health and safety standards. Yes, we have these individual incidents, but no comprehensive data showing a larger trend of chain-wide negligence. And as the FBI continued its investigation, a totally different conclusion began to take form. Up next, the FBI reveals the findings of its inquiry. And now, back to the story. By the summer of 2019, at least 12 American tourists had died in the Dominican Republic of unknown causes. Even as the FBI became involved, Dominican officials maintained that each tourist died of natural causes. Sudden, unexpected tragedies can happen anywhere, even on vacation. And though the deaths were shocking, perhaps neither poisoning nor negligence was to blame. Many of the tourists who died had pre-existing health conditions. Both Edward Holmes and Cynthia Day had heart medication in their room, indicating that at least one of them already had cardiovascular issues. One or both of them could have neglected their medical routines on vacation. What started as a couple of skipped doses may have snowballed, ending in disaster. Also, many prescription medications will react badly when taken with alcohol. This could explain what happened to Miranda Shop Werner, who suffered from a similar heart condition after enjoying a drink. After her death, an argument broke out between Miranda's husband and her family. Her husband, a doctor, agreed with the official story that she died from heart disease. But her family believed she was another victim of whatever was killing tourists. Her death felt too sudden, too random. In this case, Miranda's husband seems a more trustworthy source. He lived with her and was closely aware of her specific medical issues. And when we look at the deaths in context of pre-existing medical conditions, they suddenly seem much less sinister. According to health officials, the most common cause of American tourist fatalities abroad are cardiovascular issues. 
The frequency is also high for pulmonary edema, which killed four of the tourists. Pulmonary edema, or wet lung, isn't uncommon in Americans. More than 200,000 people develop pulmonary edema per year in the U.S. So it's not terribly surprising that four vacationers on an island that sees roughly 3 million American tourists a year all suffered from the same disease. The Mayo Clinic also advises patients with pulmonary edema to limit consumption of alcohol. This supports our indulgence theory. A drink from the minibar could have been the catalyst for some of these deaths. And according to the CDC, in 2019, chronic respiratory illness was the fourth leading cause of death in the United States. The tourists who died in the Dominican Republic of respiratory issues were not anomalies. Still, some remain suspicious that the tourists were dying at the same hotel chain, the Bahia Principe. But this isn't entirely true. The tourists who died stayed at different resorts, often in completely different cities. Most of the incidents occurred in Punta Cana and La Romana. Those two municipalities are 39 miles apart. And at least one death occurred in Sosua, which is a town on the opposite side of the island, more than 200 miles away from both Punta Cana and La Romana. Taking it all into consideration, it's incredibly unlikely these unfortunate incidents were connected. For most of these tragedies, the families of the deceased immediately accepted the official story. They only suspected a conspiracy when they heard about other deaths and about people being poisoned by pesticides and bleach. But one of those near misses may not have happened at all. Kaylin Null and Tom Schwander first blamed pesticides for their illness after their doctor suggested it. But he made it clear he did not have enough data to make an official diagnosis. And while Kaylin and Tom claimed they discovered dozens of people with similar stories, none of those witnesses have ever come forward. If pesticides were the issue, the couple's symptoms should have stopped once they moved to a different room. And if these toxins had infected every room in the hotel, then the staff and other guests should have complained. The Bahia Principe La Romana has 400 rooms. If the entire hotel was contaminated, there would have been hundreds of people reporting similar symptoms. But no one else did. And remember, the two didn't file their million-dollar lawsuit until a year after their vacation after the other tourist deaths had hit the news. I don't know much about Kaylin and Tom, but what we're most likely dealing with is an opportunistic couple who got sick on vacation and wanted to recoup their losses. Meanwhile, the 2019 deaths were enough to get the FBI involved. And after months of investigation, they were ready to release their findings. On October 18, 2019, the FBI published their toxicology results. They determined that the deaths of Miranda Shop Werner, Edward Holmes, and Cynthia Day were not due to methanol poisoning, meaning they hadn't had contaminated alcohol. They also reported that they were not seeing an uptick in tourist deaths, either in the Dominican Republic or elsewhere. While 12 American casualties may seem like a lot, it reflected normal, albeit unfortunate, statistics of Americans dying abroad. 
So as far as the FBI could tell, these events were just as random as they initially seemed, and unrelated. There was no single cause for these 12 deaths. They were all isolated tragedies that failed to reflect an increasing trend of danger in the Dominican Republic. No one was stalking visitors or planning to poison them in their beds. Perhaps the litigation against Bahia Principe will reveal a pattern of dangerous errors. But if the chain has any responsibility, it's due to neglect, not some premeditated vendetta against their own patrons. The main reason that these cases seem related is quite simple. Grief. When friends and family lose a loved one, it's tempting to look for blame. The news media latched onto this frustration and spun it into a shadowy plot devised to hurt Americans. A few networks even implied links between the tourists' deaths and unrelated stories. They reported incidents of Americans being robbed and brutally beaten in other areas of the island. Many of them referenced the pre-existing travel advisory, while failing to provide the actual reasons behind it. The hotel deaths had nothing whatsoever to do with this warning. If 12 Americans died of heart attacks while visiting Italy, the Italian Minister of Tourism wouldn't need to make a statement clarifying that the authorities have nothing to hide. Yet this is exactly what happened in the Dominican Republic. We should also point out that out of the roughly 3 million Americans that visit the island every year, only 12 of them died in 2019. That means that if you visited a resort, your chance of dying unexpectedly is four millionths of a percent. To attach collective significance to just 12 deaths across an entire island country is as irresponsible as spraying pesticides above an AC. Humans are rational creatures. We look for patterns and explanations to help us cope. But sometimes the connection just isn't there. And that doesn't make the loss any less poignant. But placing blame or spreading baseless theories also doesn't help us grieve and move on. And it won't help us honor our loved ones. Thanks again for tuning in to Unexplained Mysteries. We will be back next time with a new episode. For more information on the tourist deaths in the Dominican Republic, amongst the many sources we used, we found the Washington Post article, Eight Questions About the Unexplained Tourist Deaths in the Dominican Republic Answered, by Hannah Sampson, extremely helpful to our research. You can find all episodes of Unexplained Mysteries and all other Spotify originals from ParCast for free on Spotify. And remember, never take we don't know for an answer. Unexplained Mysteries is a Spotify original from ParCast. Executive producers include Max and Ron Cutler. Sound design by Brendan Hawkins, with production assistance by Ron Shapiro, Carly Madden, and Freddie Beckley. This episode of Unexplained Mysteries was written by Matthew Teamstra, with writing assistance by Molly Quinlan and Ali Wicker. Fact-checking by Cara Mackerlein, and research by Brian Petrus. Unexplained Mysteries stars Molly Brandenburg and Richard Rossner. Hi. 
Hi, listeners. It's Vanessa again. Before you go, don't forget to check out the Spotify original from Parcast, Serial Killers. Each week, join me and my co-host Greg for a deep dive into the minds and madness of history's most notorious murderers. You can binge hundreds of episodes, four years worth, and catch new episodes every Monday and Thursday. Listen to Serial Killers free on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts.